Mike, is, uh, over the course of a season, just with the continuity and required, is, is an offense the most difficult thing to kind of keep on pace from an efficiency and an explosiveness standpoint? Outside of injuries, because you're going to have injuries. I mean, definitely, I think it's difficult, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of challenges that are involved. I think, you obviously, um, you know, the lineup changes. That's always a challenge in all three phases. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 when you do have success, um, you know, everybody dials into that, and then you know, when the, when the defense has success against you, then you have to, you have to counter that. So yeah, there, and there's a lot of challenges that go on during the course of a year. Do you think that quarterbacks can have slumps, and do you think that is in one? I would say um, the quarterback having a slump. Uh, you know, I think this is you know it's different in football. It's it's eleven on eleven. Uh, I think a lot of things go into it. Um, I don't think Dak's in a slump. Uh, I think everything that has not gone the way uh, we'd like it to go is, is are, are, are things that uh, we can we can improve on. Um, that's the focus this week. We had. Chance to go through the videos of staff and all of our players have rolled through um, this morning. Uh, really, everybody was in and out there by two o'clock today. So, you know, we'll just keep working. You know, it's uh, it goes this way sometimes. Is he healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, he's um, a little sore. Uh, like you know, he's he took a few hits in the game, but yeah, I would say he's healthy. You know, you always have corrections on players. Would you say you've had more corrections with Dak since he's returned from the injury in comparison to before? There's more corrections uh, in the passing game because um, at the end at the end of the day, you know, I, you know, that's that's the major component for a quarterback. So, and I, and I think just like anything, it's it's not just a product of one, just one player or one thing. Any injury updates uh, from guys from the game last night? And I know watching a number of guys that put on the COVID list. I don't know if any other any COVID updates would you Yeah, have? we have a COVID update. Cedric Wilson uh, will go on the COVID uh, list today. Uh, Nashawn Wright will come off of it today. Um, Tyron will not will not be available this week, uh, so that that has been determined. The ankle or COVID for Tyron? By ankle. Ankle. Yeah, ankle for Tyron. Is it a aggravation of the same injury he had or something new? Correct. Yes. Aggravation. Yes. How did when you evaluate all that the jumble you had to do yesterday because you lost Collins and you lost time? How did you evaluate all that? Um, you know, definitely we were able to finish the game. I mean, there's there's always you know technical uh, things that you, you want to improve on. So, you know, but yeah, I thought uh, Ty and Terrence went in there and and you know, you know gave us a chance to win. Uh, did some good things. Yeah. So you know, it'll be. You know, we have to see what LC, you know, how he comes out of this uh, this situation. So, you know, we'll start the game plan process today and go through it tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully we'll have some answers by Wednesday. You were saying last night coming out the game that if one, one of your focuses this week offensively was going to be the controlled passing game. Can you just go into that a little bit more, what what's not happening there and, and how much of how much the scheme help that or is it just you've got to, you know, well, just you know, just for the type of defense we played, you know, they, they played more shell coverage over the top. You know, they, they went to some three-man rush in normal down and distance. Um, you know, we didn't see as you know, obviously they played some man, uh, but you know, we have a you know, we have a statistical ball distribution that, that we want to hit each and every week, 55 plus, and I think we're 57. So, I mean, there's a lot of good things there, you know, with our yards per catch and you know, yards uh, per attempt in a, in a run game. You know, we, we just didn't generate big plays, you know, and that was, uh, in my opinion, based on how they played us, they, they, they were going to 
you know, keep the lid on it and, and, and try to hold us, you know, to hold our big plays to a minimum. You know, we obviously had one big play that was came back on the holding. So, um, but you know, that's the way those games go. I mean, you know, we had the ball for 80 plays. You know, I think it obviously speaks to the, to you know, some to the defense and the, you know, I think defense had 13 drives and 60 plays. So, but. You know, it does all those things factor, and uh, you know that's why we'll just stay focused on cleaning it up today and tomorrow, and you know move forward what we can to the Giants. We asked you the first time that Tyron went through this ankle situation, whether or not you have surgery. The answer then was no. To ask it again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a surgical situation, though. Yeah. We're we're asking about things to clean up, but but also in this, have you found? The atmosphere is better to clean those things up when you're winning. I mean, you are nine and four. You have a three-game lead in the division. Is it easier to work through a stretch like this, where every single game you're not backed against the wall? Is it? Well, you have to play these games, you know, back against the wall. Mindset. They're division games. I mean, it's December football. We all understand what's in front of us. You know, I, I think our team does a good job of staying on point uh, as far as the focus. You know, I've been telling them since the beginning of the year. Let's. You know, let's just get to 10 wins and then we'll look, look, see what's in front of us then. And this is our opportunity to, to get to the 10th win. So uh, there's never been a coach that doesn't like to make hard corrections off of a, off of a victory. I think that's part of how things go. But I, I, but I think clearly, I don't think when I was first stepped in here Thursday, you know, and came in here and the, the focus was to win the game and improve. So there's definitely some things in the game we improved. I think our defense made a big leap as a defense. You know, just. You know, um, you know the run defense, the, the takeaways, you know, just the, the just the juice, the way guys are flying around. We had our hands on a number of different balls. I mean, our takeaway opportunities, uh, you know, we had to be close to you know double digits in that area. So, so we did improve. Uh, did some good things on special teams. You know, ran the ball. You know, got the got the attempts up where it needed to be. So, you know, we we, we improved as a team. Um, but more importantly, we got that ninth win, and so now we get to re. Calibrate and, and go again against the Giants. Would you go with Steele as Tyron's replacement, or as in second? That's, that's, that's really to to be determined. We talked a little bit in the offensive staff meeting this morning, but you know that was before we had the, the uh, information on Tyron. So you said you, you said that we, you don't really know what's going on. Is there a chance Lyle could be suspended? Is what you're thinking? I have no idea what's going to come out of the Lyle situation. Do you? No, I'm just asking. You know, uh, you no, said, I'm just asking. You guys, you know, you're pretty informed. <laughs> no, you, initially you said you didn't know what you're going to do because it depended on what's going on with Lyle. And I'm thinking you're thinking that. Yeah, I just, you know, you got to wait and see. I mean, it's, you know, he was ejected from the game. So I mean, we're going to see what the evaluation of that is. When you anticipate, do, they, do you have a point at which you anticipate knowing that by given that Tristan's suspension came down for Eli relative? Yeah, I think the, you know, relative to Tristan's situation, you know, with the, you know, happened on Thanksgiving Day and all that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't have that information. I have, you know, I haven't been involved in any conversations today about that. When the offense struggles, do you say more, uh, interject more in, in, in the meetings, or do you kind of just in the offensive meetings, or do you just kind of leave it Calvin uh, the way it's been all season? Well, I, I go where I feel I need to be. So um, you know, so that that's you know, and I, I do spend time in the offensive meetings and meet with you know individuals anytime I feel like there's needs to be. So I, I like to feel like I'm everywhere. And you know, I think that's a part of this position, and just the way the job description and responsibility has been laid out. So, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm always you know a lot, a lot closer to the offense. Can a play caller get out of a rhythm during the course of a season? Then you try to 
find your way sometimes? Change is hard. Uh, I think every play caller, anybody that's ever done it understands that. I think when your lineup changes, particularly, you know, we the lineup changes up front, you know, because it starts up front and, and just to, to have some regulation to, you know, how things are going, both run and pass. So, yeah, that, that that's part of the challenge. And, you know, this is Kellen's third year. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's getting, you know, he's had a lot of experience and change last year. And so, you know, we're obviously have our fair share this year. You've talked about cutting down practices for your winter schedule toward the end of the season. Have you ever had a time in your coaching career where you felt like whether because the offensive line pieces were changing or the timing was off between quarterback and receivers that you wanted to add a little bit of time back? Or no, because the help is too important. Uh, I, I think the the opportunity to add is is always there, you know. And, and really, if you, if you're looking for a specific area you want to add to, you know, I mean, it's probably in an individual period emphasis. Yeah. So if we went from, you know, five minutes to ten minutes, that that's that that happens. It, it has happened. Um, but you know, we're we're just you know very fortunate here with our facilities and the way our space is laid out. So you know, with the you know, with the schematic challenge and, and install challenge, you know, the ability to have the number of walkthroughs we have here is is excellent. So, uh, but as far as the on-field work, if yeah, if we need to add anything, you know, that, that's that's still on the table. What's Tony Pollard's outlook for this week? Uh, feeling a lot better. You know, I, I know Jim and Britt both feel that he's improving, and, and uh, you know, to make a determination on see what he can do Wednesday. So. See, you guys use more of him at running back to. <laughs> kind of make up some of what you guys lose on the outside running game with, with Tony out. Do you think that's something that, or I guess how did you view how, how CD did in, in that area? And do you think that could be room for growth in the sub package? I thought CD did a great job. You know, those those two runs, not only you know the design of them, but uh, you know they're important. They're important calls in the game, situationally. So, um, you know, love that dimension he adds. And, and you know, no different uh, in the return game too. So, I mean, it, I think anytime you can get CD, uh, extra touch or two, it's a definite benefit. The first play where CD was at running back, he was in shotgun, he went out Why? Was it spacing with those two receivers what it, what it needed to be? Dagging it up, rolling left, and having like a no yard gain on the other side. When he looked right was his first point of progression. Wait, wait, well, I'm not sure what player you're talking about. Save it for Friday. We got you need to get a TV in here. So. You know, really, um, I, I, I'm not to be uh, to get into specific. I, I think those are better questions for the players. You know, I, I've never been comfortable or, or felt it was my responsibility to talk specifics on an individual's injury. So, um, you know, I'm sure if, if Tony wanted to share all that with you, he would. You see a lot of times quarterbacks, receivers, and natural connections. You saw that with Favre, Driver, and the guys, obviously, with Aaron up in Green Bay. How, is it truly just natural and just kind of happens? Or they see the seed the same way? Or how much work goes into that? Well, I think it comes with time. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's just, you know, when certain guys run certain routes better and, you know, in those things. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's not something that just shows up, that's for sure. I mean, it's something that goes through. And, and, and one thing our group has, the work ethic. You know, you see the extra routes after practice. You see the extra time. And I always felt that's where the little things in the route running and the time clock uh, development is, is it really, really, you know, grows. And, 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 you know, and that's something you're really always working on. And I, I think really today's athlete, as far as, you know today's modern NFL player. Just the amount of time these guys spend together in the off season too is a huge benefit too. I mean, a lot, you know, most of these guys work out together, so um, and that's where those the, you know those timing 
opportunities are developed. So, and, and, and our crew does a good job of it. What do you think of the connection that Dak and CD have had here? They've finally played 16 games together. Yeah, no, definitely. I think those guys are building a nice rapport. And I, I think, you know, Michael Gallup and obviously Amari have that too. And I mean, shoot, you could put Cedric Wilson right in that. So uh, you can see Dak's very comfortable with those guys. And, you know, I, we don't, uh, you know, if you look at somebody on the ball and no huddles, things that we do, and it, just the, the ability to roll those guys through and don't feel like this guy only plays Z and this guy only plays F and this guy plays, you know, X, the ability just to play right and left. And uh, in those particular situations, I think that tells you, you know, how we are developing. Uh, and that's, that's something I was always a big believer going all the way back to the college evaluation process. I've never been of a fan of, a, you know, just a, and some people do it this way. Just this guy can only play X, this guy can only play Z. I, I think it's important for your perimeter players to be able to play all four positions because this game's about matchups. And when you get into the, the big games uh, to beat the really good defenses, you got to be able to line guys up wherever you want to. On the interception of the uh, pick six, did, did, when you watch the film, did Dak just not see the linebacker? What happened there? No, he didn't He didn't see the linebacker. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we had some spacing concern there. So it, it, we weren't as clean as we should have been there. Connor McGovern, you have a four-star sample with him at left guard. What, what are your views about what he's shown thus far. I think Carr's done some good things. I mean, there's definitely some things he can he can improve on. You know, there, there's certain things. You know, the, the zone blocking had a big you know had a big matchup challenge this, this past week. So, um, but definitely, I, I think you know he's got a lot of good football in front of him. You know, he's still growing, still developing. Stephon Tyron, uh, when, when Connor stepped on him, is that just something that happens in the trenches, or is that? Well, I mean, it's, it's football. Yeah, it's like obviously that's not what you're looking for, but yeah, you know, it happens. Jordan's had this good score touchdown. He also, I believe, tipped Randy's interception before Randy intercepted it. Mm -hmm. What, I guess, talk about the growth you've seen from him and what you've learned from him. Who's the first part? Doran Armstrong. Oh, Doran. So, DA does a great job. I, you know, really impressed with him. I go back to last year, just the impact he made for us on special teams. And then, you know, it took a while for him to get a, you know, an opportunity there at the, at the rush position. So, not only he's done that, um, you know, he jumps back and forth to special teams when we need him. You know, he also is uh, developing to a really good inside rusher. So, very versatile player, smart player, instinctive. Uh, but, you know, there's not too many games where, you know, where he gets in, particularly when his reps are up, that he doesn't make a play. So, uh, Dorrance is, I think Dorrance is having a heck of a year. Neville Gallimore had a sack, made several key run stops. What was your overall assessment of his first game? Neville played well. Uh, first time back. I mean, you felt his impact, you know, just the, the impact plays you've already described, but, uh, you know, just the energy. I, I think, you know, some of the best, uh, you know, part of the evaluation today was in not only the production on defense, but the production on our sideline, just the, the, just the juice and the energy that, that was going on, you know, on all, all three phases uh, throughout the game. So, like I said, I, I felt like we improved in a lot of areas of the team. Uh, the production, the execution probably wasn't quite where we would like it to be, but we definitely took a step. Last year, as I recall, you weren't very pleased with your guys when there wasn't much of a response after Andy Dalton got blasted. With Lyle, I mean, how do you how do you balance that? How do you respond with it, but then not be in a position where maybe 
Well, I'd like to, you know, think last year was a learning experience, uh, but you know, definitely. I mean, we we coached that. I think everybody, every coach, you know, coaches out there. There definitely needs to be response. But we, you know, we talk about using a viper technique. You know, we actually teach the technique of what you do in those situations because you know we don't want to see players get ejected or you know we don't want to see it go any further it needs to go. But yeah, definitely the response and you know we talk a lot about taking care of one another, protecting one another, the support of the 48 on game day. Everybody Everybody's poured into those 48, and, and more importantly, the 48 taking care of one another. I mean, that's that's what team sports is, you know. So, um, and definitely, I think we definitely made an uh, improvement in that area. I'm back with Tyron again. Is it just he's out for sure this week, or is it something to be multiple weeks? Is, I, you should say thank you, Mike. It's Monday, and you put Tyron out this week, right? <laughs> thank you. For that. All right, we're good. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a doctor, and I, 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 I just know he won't play this week. So. When you were calling plays on offense, and still now as a head coach, if you had a type of a defense that you were struggling with against as an offense, would you rather see that same defensive scheme every week or something different every week? Like, what's more challenging? You mean schematically? Yeah. Um. I mean, to, to me, the, the, the scheme part of it's secondary. I mean, it's. It's 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 usually the matchups, you know, and in, in, in who you're playing against, their experience and their level and their cohesiveness as a defense is, is, is really where the, the my experience has, has been the challenge. So yeah, because I mean you I mean you have plans for certain schemes and you know, you have certain concepts that you, you run against certain schemes and no different how the defense approaches the offense too. So yeah, I I think that the most important thing is 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 the technique and the cohesiveness, the the, the aggressiveness, you know, the the confidence, uh, you know, in 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 the, in the physical matchups of the players is is really, I mean, so when you're playing against a great defense, um, usually it's not because of you know what scheme they're playing, it's because of you know the the 11 or 14 players that they have you know playing together, you know, and you know, and that's and I think that's what you're seeing with our defense. You spent a lot of capital in the offseason on the defensive side of the ball and the draft and also free agency. So you had expectations this was going to improve. But how much have they improved since the start of the season? And when did you really start to see this group kind of developing into what it's becoming here? I mean, you could see the potential in the, in the spring. I mean, you know, no, once again, we, we didn't have many opportunities. I mean, you know, with the OTAs and everything. But I, I think you know, it's just like anything. Uh, you know, every year you, you have a roster. And you're developing it, and you know you watch it come together. Office coming out of the draft, we were excited, and I think the the veteran free agent was really the start of it. So to to put the, you know to, to really change that that side of the ball, that's it was obviously an emphasis for us. So and then just watch the personalities come together in the spring, you know. So you, you felt good about that, but it, it really, really you never really know until you get to training camp and you get into the pads and. And then, you know, you can see some of the practices early were, were, were lopsided. You know, the defense was ahead of the offense. And so that, that, that was, a, you know, exciting for the, for the defense. And, you know, and then, then we've had some moments. But, you know, really to, to have, you know, the whole defense together, I mean, this is the first time they've all been together, you know, with everybody healthy since training camp. So, um, and that's, that's obviously very exciting for us. Playing off of that a little bit, can the identity of a team change so much in the course of the same season that you know it becomes maybe a little bit more of a defense first team than an offense first team the way this team's playing lately? I'll tell you, I'll say what I say when I 
Well, I'll say what I said when I arrived here, and I'll say what I said after last year. I mean, you you cannot win a championship without defense. I mean, that's that's been my personal experience as a head coach. Uh, won one championship. Uh, we were a top five defense that year. Um, so, you know, defense regulates the game. You know, offense, you know, your quarterback has to go finish it. So, um, and that, that's been the focus. And it's been fun to watch it, you know, grow. And um, but hey, we, we don't have it all figured out on defense either. You know, we, we have room for improvement, um, but it's definitely it's a big part of our formula. When you talk about the veteran free agents you brought in. You didn't spend a big money on guys. Can you just talk about the roles that you envisioned? That they all kind of fit to what you would want with all those guys. Well, the fact is, I think we we really hit the nail on the head as far as the roles that these guys are playing, and really the body types, and and really changing. Um, the way we wanted to play on defense, you know. So I mean, just uh, you look at our front. I mean, it looks entirely different than it did, you know, this time last year. So, um, you know, ball skills in a secondary, a number one priority from my viewpoint. So, um, and that's you know, look look at the takeaways. So I mean, it's so it's it's nice when you you know you set out a, a vision of what you want your defense to look like, and, and you're watching it come together. And you know, I mean, Dan Quinn, the assistant coaches, and the, and the players, just the connection to watch it all come together. It's been awesome. Are you able to disclose what, what kind of uh, protocol he's in? Is he a close contact or positive? He tested positive this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.